Welcome to The Creative Fault, a weekly podcast that is for creatives and artists. Get your weekly gems and jewels when you want to self-improve, educate, sprouts up your lifestyle, and just get some little bit of entertainment along the way. Welcome to The Creative Fault. Hey you guys, my name is Marilva and I'm a contemporary artist with her own podcast called In the Studio with MCJ. In my podcast, I will be talking about my art journey, things I find very interesting, maybe a little bit disturbing, but most of all coming from an informative and entertaining perspective. Want to know more about what I do? Follow me on the social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, YouTube, and of course, leave behind a comment that would definitely support this channel and it would let me know what it is that you're thinking about all the episodes that will be shared on this platform. Stay tuned, keep listening and share the content with everyone around you. Hey you guys, this is Marilva from MCJ Studio and I have a huge favor that I would like to ask you. Now, you are already part of the MCJ Studio fam and that means that you are already listening to the podcast, you are getting information out of this, you are entertained or maybe you get informed by whatever it is that I have to share with you all. Now, in order for me to keep the quality of this podcast at a certain level or even to extend that, I am asking you to become a sponsor to this podcast. You can sponsor by giving a donation and the donation will be used to grow out this podcast. It's quite simple. Now, the way that you can do that is by going to my bio and there you will find a button next to all the other buttons like following me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You will get another screen and on that screen, you can place the amount that you would like to donate and also choose the method of payment. After that, you basically just come back to the page and listen to all other great content that I have for you. I would really appreciate your donation and your donation will also exclusively be used for this podcast and to grow it out. Looking forward to it. Welcome to the fam and stay tuned for the next podcast. Hello people, welcome back to the podcast called In The Studio with MCJ. I am so happy to be back with you all. It has been a full week that we not have spoken with each other. A full week. And that is with a good reason because next week, the 9th of September, that is the first day that my, um, my group exhibition will be opening for the public to see and i'm very excited for it i'm very excited for it so for the last couple of weeks and certainly last week i've been very busy with crossing all the t's dotting all the i's and making sure that i finished my work for the upcoming group expo i got to tell you i'm so excited for it and certain things um did not really go as as planned but eventually i was able to pull it all together Pull it all the way together. So yeah, really, really excited for the upcoming expo. Um, 
But first, before I even start talking, let me ask you, how are you feeling? How are you all doing? Are you all doing fine? Are you all doing great? Maybe you're in a tough spot. Maybe you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable. You know, we are, how many? It's September now. So we are now three months away from the end of the year. Three months, people. That is something. And listen, if you made it this far, you did great. You did awesome. If you are now in the in 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 the in in a space where you can sit down, have some tea, have some coffee, or have some snacks, and just listen to a podcast, not necessarily by me, but maybe someone else that you are are following. Hey, you you are blessed. You're doing great. You're doing great. Because that means that you can open yourself up to what it is that somebody else has to share with you. And you still have a choice. Let me give that. You still have a choice in this. I don't want you to give up. If you're in a rough spot, if you're in a difficult place, I don't want you to give up. I want you to believe in the fact that you have a choice. And that you can choose for something better you can choose to also stay where you are but you can also choose to get out of it and maybe not even to get out of it but to move into something new or to move further into your mission to move further into your goal you know nothing comes easy but things are simple. That's the difference. It's not always easy, but things are simple. And I hope that this is the moment that you now can, you know, ask yourself, how can I make things simple? How can I make them less difficult for myself? But before you do that, just sit back and listen to today's episode. Okay, so... It has been a hell of a week, people. It has been a hell of a week. I uh, decided not to do a podcast last week because that would be just a little bit too much. And I like to keep my mental health at a good spot. (laughs) So I was like, no, we're not going to put all that pressure on on, on ourselves. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to put all that pressure on myself. So I decided to take a break and just to continue this week which for me is the best choice to make. You know, I rather do something well and just wait than doing something poorly and rush it. So let's not do that. Um, But I'm back, I'm back, I'm back and uh, happy to be back and to share the things that I have noticed for myself. And, you know, I like to share my own experiences with you all because they're so much information out there that's just generic and you know conventional and you know yeah kind of sometimes mediocre Eh. who wants that not saying that i give the best or the most premium um information out there because listen my life is also just a perspective and i change my mind and there are so many perspectives out there Everything is possible, right? Everything is possible. 
I see my podcast more as a way of sharing those perspectives with you all and sharing something different than what you normally hear. That makes it interesting. It makes it fun. And also makes you want to think like, is that so? Or, you know, maybe I think differently about that. If you start doing that during my podcast, then I have already achieved my goal because that means you are using that beautiful mind that you have and that you don't take your own opinion, your own vision, your own perspective for granted. So that is really important to me. So the thing that I came across last week was something that I think a lot of uh, people in general, but I think artists struggle most with, and that is just fixing the deadline, just getting to the deadline, making sure that everything is done on time at the right place and making sure there are no loose ends. And I, from all people, I don't know about you all, but I'm from, from, from all people. I don't like loose ends. I absolutely dislike when I have to rush myself into a situation where I have to do things last minute. And what do you know? Things happen last minute. (laughs) Things happen last minute. Man, I even had a situation where one of the paintings that would be, uh, will be in the the exposition was not even dry yet. I mean, it is this big painting of 90 centimeters by 120 centimeters and the sides were still wet and I got a an app from the curator who asked me literally the day before um, before my discovery if I was ready and everything would be finished on time and I was like really confident yeah sure and everything's gonna be ready and on time and at the end of that particular night which was one day before they would come and pick up the paintings I see paint on my hand and I'm like every cuss word in my head that I'm not gonna repeat here in this episode (laughs) but yeah you can imagine I was not too happy and I literally just fell back in my chair and I was like what the f am I gonna do What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like I already told these people, they're counting on me. I told these people it would be ready. So I'm devastated because like, no, this cannot happen. But I just had to come to terms with the fact that it would not dry overnight. It needed at least a day, a day or two. So I just send an app back and I was like, listen, the next day, the next day, I send an app and I was like, listen, um, all paintings are pretty much done, but one of the paintings is not completely dry. The sides are not dry. And fortunately for me, the curator even, you know, was like, well, is it maybe possible that we transport the painting a certain way so that it would, you know, would not be in contact with anything else and I was like no it really needs at least two days to dry and I can bring it to you myself so that would mean that I had to take my weekend to bring the painting to the establishment where it would be hanging and 
the curator said, that's fine, that's okay, you know, we will wait for it and then just bring the painting to us. So fortunately, I'm very grateful for that. Fortunately, they were, uh, they, they, they allowed me to come up with a solution and to bring the painting myself, which was a, it was a different sight to see because I took public transportation to bring the painting from Sandom to Amsterdam, which is like, like 30, 45 minutes from the place where I came to the place of destination. Yeah, that was like 45 minutes. So, so you have to imagine yourself, me walking with this big painting underneath my arm (laughs) in the train, in the Metro, and then walking, you know, across of, um, um, all the stores passing all the stores and the people looking at me like okay where is she going with this big freaking painting underneath her arm and for me i don't care like i knew that people would be looking at me and of course people are going to look it's it's a huge painting that i have but because i knew where i came came for i mean i know my goal i know where i come for so i i'm not looking at other people even though i do feel the eyes burning on my skin i'm not looking at other people like you know that i'm bothered or ashamed or anything else like that so i'm happy that i got that solved and i was still able to bring the painting the last came painting on time so for the exposition there will be a total of um i think six paintings that i will be showing and coming Friday, I will be visiting the place as well to see how the paintings are hanging. And I will be making pictures, of course, making footage for, you know, my social media and everything else. And also for the website. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited for it. The reason why I'm so excited for it is because this is the first time that I'm not doing it myself. I did the exposition twice myself. This time I'm being asked to be part of an exposition which for me is a great thing because it, it means that I'm expanding the network and my name starts to travel right if people start to talk about hey you should think about this person or hey I see work of that person your name starts to travel your name starts to go around and then I'm not saying that I have to work less hard to be asked for future expositions but it really helps when you are being asked and you're also being promoted and you um, are amongst other artists that already have been in group expositions and already have established a name for themselves so that is a huge huge plus and that is something that i've been so focused on so motivated by and was willing to work for this for this particular for this particular action actually to happen really happy for that the exposition is from the 9th of september till the 20th of november which is a pretty long time yes people yes for a pretty long time people in the netherlands amsterdam and surroundings have the opportunity to go and visit this a group exposition of black creators black artists and it's really 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 crucial that we support this the community supports this we need to give voice 
to our black artists and we need to show them that we are supporting them and that we are not just fan of the work but that we also just are patrons of the work we push the work forward we talk about it we want to see it we make pictures we share it so i want to urge everyone that is in the netherlands and in amsterdam to go to this group exposition i will put the link in the description box and when you click on the link you will be able to go to the website and see more about it it is in dutch however you will find the address on the website it will be that simple and that easy and you will have the opportunity to go and visit not just my work but also that of my peers people that have been working hard people that are mad creative that have great skills and have a beautiful vision of what they of, of their own art practice it's it's crucial that we get that support and we support each other as well so when you can visit and make time for it and share it now going to another subject of this podcast is focus ah focus focus has been a buzzword for the last couple of years if not decade man i think that everybody is using the word focus i use it and it is you know it's being so overused it's starting to be a cliche anything that starts to be overused starts to be a cliche and trust me i'm on your side i i and probably you as well as an artist didn't you don't want to hear another story <laughs> another recipe with ingredients of how you can be focused. It, it, there are so much generic and standard standardized information about how you can get focused from blocking time in your agenda, in your organizer, to creating a space for yourself where you're not distracted, to, to having people around you that support you, stimulate you to be your best and do your work. We all get that. And we also all understand that i have a very smart audience i do not doubt your capability of understanding and getting to that information but the thing that i want to talk about is actually what i believe a whole different perspective that a lot of creatives might trip over when it comes to focus focus has become such a simple standardized concept that it is very interesting for me to see that people still can actually find themselves in a situation that they cannot focus on it. And I want to take it a step back. I want to go a step that leads to focus. We see focus, or let's not say we see, we are presented by the word focus as a, as, as a, um, We are presented by the word focus as a tool that leads to something. So it is the cause that leads to a certain effect. But I want to actually tell you that there is an effect. That focus is an effect. And there is a cause. And nobody talks about that cause. Uh Aha. (laughs) It took a while for me to figure it out. Trust me, it took a while for me to figure it out as well. I'm not saying that this is the way, 
none of the things that I'm presenting to you are the ways, they are perspectives. These are my two cents, like I always say in the beginning of every podcast. But I find it a very interesting perspective, a very interesting discovery that I've made in this in this uh, big universe that we are all part of. And the fact that it is an effect instantly changes the perspective. It instantly changes the way that you now can look at yourself and on how and what it is that you're doing or maybe not doing that leads to focus. Like I already said, it is an effect. And an effect can in itself also be a cause. But that is not discussed enough. It's not discussed enough what, how it is the effect and what then is the cause right so what is it what do you think i'm gonna give you a moment just to think about it okay so you had your moment right you had your moment and if you want to share that moment with me and with you know with people that are listening please do so you know there are no wrong answers there's a perspective right you have a perspective i have a perspective Let's share that. So if you feel the courage to share that with me, please do so. I would love to read or hear what it is that you think is the cause for focus. I'm going to share mine. Awareness. Awareness slash presence. I believe that for you to have focus as an effect... For you to be concentrated on on a goal, on a mission, on a particular result, you need to be aware. You need to be present. Now, we all understand that for awareness and presence to be there, you cannot be distracted. You cannot be in chaos. You cannot. You have to need. You have to have structure. You have to have organization. So why is then with all these simple tools and instruments, like having an organizer, timetable, making appointments, compromises, spaces, and things like that, why is it then still for a lot of people hard to get to the focus in order for them to get the goal that they would love to have? For instance, a group exposition. (laughs) For instance, connecting with other artists and, and creating a network for yourself. Why is it then still hard to do so? When I talk about awareness and presence, I'm talking about looking at your habits, your subconscious habits that are patterns, that are thoughts that you have had for a prolonged period of time. That's what I'm talking about. Subconsciously, you have habits. That you have grown into from a very young age. When I look at myself and, you know, the way that I was working towards my end goal of meeting my deadline and making sure that everything was done, I did see that I was going for for a situation where pressure and, and chaos led to me getting this rush of 
just before the deadline, I'm able to make it. And I have to say, it kind of feels like an accomplishment at first hand. It might feel like an accomplishment, but when you look deeper into that, it is actually a very dangerous thing to have. It is a very dangerous situation to be in when you are depending on that rush aspect. The aspect of meeting the deadline just in time. And I know for myself, you know, I started that I I always journal. You already know I'm sitting here with my block note right now already and a pen. And I always journal, journal and I like to think about things and question myself. And so I also questioned myself about this particular matter. Why is it that I like to do things under pressure? I might hear you say, well, listen, I like to work under pressure. I I actually work best under pressure. Do you? Or have you been raised? Have you been, been, been educated? Have you been indoctrinated by your environment? And that can be your family, your caretakers, school system, work environment, to do so. That's a whole different perspective, isn't it? I'm, I am willing and open to be very um, honest about the fact that for me, that is not a natural fact. That is not something that comes naturally. To work under pressure or to do things just in time before the deadline is not something that is natural, quote unquote natural. I had to really go back into time and dissect each and every single event that I have in my life where chaos, a certain upbringing, raising of us as children now look at my brothers a little bit but they are not here to defend themselves so i just have to speak for myself (laughs) but a certain upbringing a certain environment of chaos um and also a certain way of validation acknowledgement of what is considered to be important and valid when it comes to your thoughts your feelings your emotional state, your mental state. When that is dictated in a certain way, then for me, personally for me, working under pressure was the way to do things. Because I just didn't know any better. Working in chaos was the way to do things because, hey, even though I didn't ask for the situation, I'm now in this situation. I have to make it work. Working under pressure and just meeting the deadline would actually induce my own hypervigilance. Me being very aware of what's happening around me. Because if I wasn't, there would be consequences for that. And so there are many other instances that I can mention for myself looking in my in my rear view mirror that have that have definitely been the fundament of this particular behavior that have been the fundament the root of why I work the way that I work and then 
it is not so it's not natural it's not organic to say that it is normal to work under these circumstances because listen to this why would you make a trade-off between peace and chaos why would you want to make that trade-off if a schedule organization a structure and maybe a little margin of not knowing what can happen will give you a lot more you know, peace of mind than having that constant battle against time, against space and, ooh, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? That rush, that chaos. Why would you then still choose for that? And for me, to be quite honest, it was the rush. It was the rush of having things done and accomplishing it and then being okay. Secondly, it was also what I was used to. Like I already explained, it was the root of how I was brought up to be as a, as a teenager, as an adolescent, as a as as an adult, and not knowing any better that this is actually not a healthy way of living. It is actually very. Um, it, it works against you. It works against my own nature. And number three, not knowing that I am actually accountable and responsible for it myself. Oui. Now that's a painful fact. That's a painful thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I know it hurts, (laughs) but I'm going to say it anyway. I am responsible and I'm accountable for that. And listen, from the moment that I am 18, 21 till now, me being 38, I had that accountability and responsibility. Um, But when you're not aware and you are not present into your own doings, your daily activities, the things that you are doing, then it can become really hard. It can feel like a vicious cycle. It can be like, well, you know, at least I made it. But ask yourself, is this the way that you want to make it? Is this the way that you want to do it? Is this the way that you want to work towards your goals? Is this the way that you want to present yourself to the world? I don't think that a lot of us would would, would appreciate it if, if there would be someone around us that we are working with or have a collaboration with, an assignment for, and that person shows this type of behavior. This would be like so frustrating and so irritating. And that's how I started to see it. Like, well, if I was my own colleague or I was my own peer or I was someone who would hire me, would, would, would that be fun to work for someone like that or with someone like that? No, absolutely not. So for me, focus is not the cause to an effect. For me, it's the end result. I think that is so important to be aware of that because without the awareness, it's hard to take accountability. Without awareness, it's really hard to take responsibility unless there are people, of course, that will you know, they will, they will put, pull you to the side and be like, um, this is not working. <laughs> hey, um, you're very talented. 
you are very creative you have so much potential but with this this potential will will not really evolve the way it can into something tangible um that person had to be me in my case i had to be that person i had to be the person to pull myself to the side and say um this is not going to work there there needs to be some accountability and some responsibility now that i'm aware of what it is that i'm doing and i'm not liking the result of it i have to take action i have to take that step and you know the funny part about it is i have a son you already know that i have a son who will become 18 in october and i'm so proud of that but i tell him this all the time where your mind is your body will follow and you will see it eventually in your environment where your mind is and i had to take my own advice a couple of months back like okay i see i'm going forward here but here i'm just lacking how how is that possible and i think we all have blind spots in our bodies certain things in a certain areas certain things certain goals we are much more capable of achieving than others because we just have blind spots in our body and one of those blind spots for me was that creatively i've 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 never really was stimulated and and moved and pushed to develop that for myself so now being a creator myself and a creative myself where a lot of it is in my own hands and also depends on the timetables now from other from other people um i started i started to see that that blind spot became really really a big obstacle and i had to dig deep to see well whoa i need to do something so awareness presence is crucial it is crucial I consider that for myself to be then the cause and the focus is the effect. And when I'm not focused, I can easily now tell myself, hey, or actually ask myself, hey, where where am I lacking awareness? Where am I lacking presence? Why am I distracted? Why am I looking for chaos or creating chaos by not by by not having focus? on the thing that I want to do or on the person that I'm talking to. That is really, um, for me, one of the most beautiful discoveries that I had to make, but also one of the painful discoveries that I had to make because first of all, for the first 18 years, first 18 years of my life, I had nothing to do with this. I really didn't. The responsibility, the accountability lies in somebody else's hands. So yeah, I mean, not to say that I'm going to blame people for this. This is not that type of episode. But it does make a lot of sense that when you have at least 18 years, starting from when you are a baby, you're living in a certain environment that is not really progressive and um, stimulating to you being an adult that allows themselves to have that focus and not be distracted and has a healthy way of making discernment it it can be a big issue it can be a big issue 
what it allows me to do this discovery is to also be kind to myself and not to punish myself i can remember days way 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 back way back in time i can remember days that i would punish myself for always coming in this point where i just meet the deadline or rushing myself towards it and i would punish myself like yeah but i know i can do it i know i can organize myself to do it why would i then just you know let myself get distracted from it so i'm also a lot more kind towards myself i had a template and i kept using this template until a certain point of course because now it's not working anymore but i i kept on using this template this is the template that i got handed by 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 my tribe my family my environment by school systems organizations etc etc this is what you get it get handed and you work with it even though it doesn't really work for you so i'm a lot more kind I'm a lot more understanding and then also allow myself to make a change to make a change accountability and responsibility can lead to change a really good positive change you do not have to sit where you are and it doesn't mean that you now have to be stern to yourself you have to be strict and it's like and now I cannot do anything. I won't let myself be distracted by anything. Listen, that's a bold lie. I still get distracted. I still sit on my phone. But I do not punish myself for it. And I also notice that the trade-off of sitting that extra minute or extra hour on my phone or postponing things for another day is going to cost me more then I'm willing to give up for it. That rush that I get is not so healthy and it doesn't feel so good anymore to get. So that is a trade-off that I'm just not willing to make. I'm aware of that now. I'm in the present time of that now. So that's an investment that I'm willing to do for myself. And if that means that I have to do it on a daily basis, well, yeah. I mean, it's what it is. I do it on a daily basis. And eventually, I won't even have to think about it that much anymore. Because mind you, if you are giving a template of how to handle yourself in certain situations, when it comes to deadlines, when it comes to um, conditions, when it comes to meeting a certain standard, meeting uh, a, a certain result, delivering a certain result, and you have a certain template for that, you had that template for a long period of time. I had it for 18 years, probably you too. You've been walking around with a template for 18 years, even longer than that. So give yourself some credit for it. It's not gonna happen one, two, three. If you have been walking around with that template for so long, it pretty much became like a heartbeat. You don't have to think about the fact that you have to let your heart beat (laughs) you just let the heart beat that is how deep it is ingrained in to probably you but definitely it was for me so I allow myself also to take it one step at a time not to get ahead of myself and just 
Take it one step at a time. Make a schedule for the day. What is it that I need to do? Where do I need to focus on? And not overwhelm myself with what can be, but just to look at what I can do. So yeah, I mean, with this episode, I I hope to give you this new perspective of, of focus. You know, not to bore you with with the mundane stuff. I mean, it's everywhere. You can Google it. So it's everywhere. I really hope that you can see that focus is something that is can also be an effect. You know, there is a cause, and you when once you become aware of it, then then it it changes us so much for you. It changes so much. And yes, focus, of course, can also be used as a tool. Of course. It's not mutually exclusive. But in situations like this, I definitely think that this would be a great way of looking at how you can use the tool in your advantage. Hey, people. Thank you so much for supporting today's episode by joining into this chat. I really appreciate the fact that you are taking your time out of your schedule to be part of this. Really, really appreciate it. Now, you can support this podcast in three ways. First of all, you can be a subscriber and an active listener by leaving behind your comments and your suggestions on this platform. I really would appreciate to see what it is that you all are thinking. And of course, you can also leave a voice message. Now, those are really dope. I would love to hear them. The second thing that you can do is that you can go to any of my other social media platforms. That can be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Be a subscriber and support MCJ Studio. Now, the third way that you can support this channel is by giving a donation. In each episode on this podcast, there is a link that refers to the donation page of MCJ Studio. There you can leave some coins, some bills, and those will be used for the further expansion and growth of the podcast. As of now, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention has been very much appreciated. Make sure to follow and subscribe to our social media platforms. See you next week.